testing. I am testing. I am fucking testing. Happy Sunday and welcome back to the Brunch with Desby podcast. I'm your host, Des, also known as Desby. And if you are new here, hello. If you're not new here, welcome back. If you have paid attention this week to my Instagram, you will know that this is my second fucking time recording this podcast. Now, I know what you're thinking. What's the big deal? It's only your second time. Well, the big deal is that I sat here for 45 fucking minutes talking to myself and recorded a danky dank podcast for it to fuck up. So I'm going to take the first few minutes to fucking complain about it. All right. <laughs> I don't have 45 minutes to just like do fucking nothing. And virtually that's what I did. You know what I'm saying? Like it pissed me off so bad. I was incredibly furious. I wasn't even furious. I was so sad. Like after last week's episode, and I know you guys listened to that with me, I got a, a, a overwhelming response of people that were just like, thank you for still uploading it. Like I appreciate it. I appreciate the vulnerability, etc. So after last week's episode, you know, I'm coming in here swinging. I got my fucking, you know, hands up, ready to punch this shit out. I did. Boom. Recording error, fucking lost it. Lost my whole 45, 50 minute podcast. I was extremely upset. So with that being said though, thank you guys so much for listening last week. Um, I was so embarrassed to upload that episode. I was like literally so disappointed in myself with like the quality. And as you guys know, like this podcast, I don't get like clout from it. And what I mean by that is like, I don't have like popular guests. I don't have guests all the time to like help me grow this podcast. I don't have people to help make it entertaining. This has virtually been a solo podcast for almost two and a half years. Um, I've had a few guests on here, here and there, and I'd love to continue to expand. And let me tell you, I'm working on it. I, I have a few names written down and that's about as far as I've gotten. All right. So maybe we will get a guest here sooner or later. Um, meaning someone you probably haven't heard of like my sister or my, my husband, but, um, with all of that combined, it's like, I was so disappointed in myself because you guys just listen to me every week and it's like, hello, this is basically just my fucking diary. So, um, I, I, I felt that like imposter syndrome of like, I'm so boring, you know? So I'm working on some new episodes. My brain capacity is like machine now. So when I have an idea of like what I want to talk about or like, oh my gosh, that would be really good. Here's where like my mind is spiraling. Um, I, I've been writing it down. So I, I have some podcast topics. Now you guys know, I just fucking spit fire when I sit here. So I do not have like scripts or I do not have like bullet points or anything like that. Um, but since I already recorded this podcast, we um, kind of already know what we're going to fucking talk about again. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so um, thank you guys again for, for the support. And if you're listening right now, there is something you could do for me because we hit 1 million downloads of the Brunch with Desby podcast. And that is the only thing keeping me showing up right the fuck now is the fact that I know you bitches are out here listening to me and I'm here to still show up for you for like what feels like the 900th week in a row of struggling. I'm still here and we are still going to get that money. You know what I'm saying? So 
Um, with that being said, share this episode with someone this week. Not even this episode. Go back to an episode maybe that like struck a chord or one that you think could help maybe a friend or a coworker or something like that. Maybe fuck bitches get happier. Like why I'm disowning religion or um, our bodies, our choice. You know, what strikes a chord with someone you know, please share my podcast with them and just be like, hey, here's this girl. She's like, she's semi-annoying, but overall podcast, decent, all right? Give her a listen, check her out, you know, rate, review, subscribe. That's all I need. That would be something you could do for me this week. And in honor of that, I do wanna do a giveaway this week. So if you're listening right now, I want you to go comment on the latest Brunch with Desby post. Go enter the giveaway. I'm going to throw together a few things um, and just, you know, make it a, just a thank you for listening. And, you know, by listening, I don't like I don't make money by you listening. And I just want to be very open with that. Like if you watch a YouTube video, you usually like some people can make like ad revenue, so to speak. I don't have ad revenue. The only thing that I could like make money from this podcast is if you go out and like use my code or um, if you sign up for better help, you know, something like that. That's where I kind of like make the money back to then produce this podcast. So I do have an editor because I cannot edit this shit myself. Um, and that is like my overhead of producing this podcast, right? I do it for free. I sit here for free, but I can't edit it. Um, so I hand that off to him. So with you guys supporting me, that's how I kind of like stay in the green of my time, right? So like time is money. And by me spending my time sitting here, I hope that I'm able to then pay my producer to stay in the green, right? Or at least break even for the month, right? What I pay him, I end up making and you guys using my codes or something. Does that make that? Does that make sense? I hope it does. Um, so with that being said, you're not using like you're not listening or downloading my podcast and I'm just like making money from you listening. That's not how it works. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to get that off my chest. Thank you guys so much for 1 million downloads. It's pretty cool. Um, other housekeeping stuff before we get into the episode, which I am excited to kind of talk again about mental health. Um, <laughs> speak on it again. Um, housekeeping number one, Road skin care dropped this past week and there's something I need to say about it. I ordered it all. Um, I did want to review it, but here's the thing that I've been seeing. I have been seeing on TikTok so many people coming out and going, these products are bad for your skin. This product's bad for your skin. This company is bad for your skin. This is bad for your skin. This is bad for your skin. SPF is bad for your skin. Don't use SPF on your skin. Don't use this on your skin. This is not on your skin, etc. And these are from people that are mostly what I'm seeing on TikTok are estheticians. There is no need to slander estheticians here. I think that estheticians are amazing. They, it is their job to learn about skin, waxing, um, uh, you know, kind of like a little bit of dermatology, whatever it might be. It's like estes, estes go to school. I believe it's like a two-year program. You could go a little bit less. And again, don't shoot the messenger. This is just what I learned when I looked into it because I wanted to go to esthetician school until I got pregnant again <laughs> with Archie. Um, 
but I was going to do night school. So anyways, when I looked into it, it was like a, a one and a half max, maybe two year program. With that being said, there are some estheticians out there just like any, anybody who can skate by school, not actually learning, but pass. Okay. I'm not saying that you are not smart. I'm not saying that you cannot learn, but let's be honest. There's even people out there who are certified personal trainers who don't know jack shit, right? There are people who have graduated with certain degrees that still barely know jack shit, etc. Nonetheless, different things and research and education is always coming out. So that's why it's so important to continue educating yourself and learning what's new and what's fresh and all that. Full circle moment here is what I'm trying to say is that estheticians are trying to say that road skincare or um, different skincare companies like multiple array. It's just kind of like a it's a trend right now to cancel any fucking brand period. But they're estheticians speaking on certain ingredients. Now, the one thing I just want to tell you guys out here is number one, stop listening to fucking TikTokers. Okay, I don't care if you're an esthetician or not. Stop fucking educating yourself from TikTok. This is on anything, food, science, nutrition, etc. If you learn something, go ahead and take it and then research it more, learn deeper about it. Look at look at other educators and find more, you know, etc., okay? So with all of that, there are numerous amounts of resources that celebrities, especially, um, and other brands have. There are brands that are started um, by dermatologists, aka, for example, Tula. I've stood by Tula for four and a half years. Tula is co-founded by a literal doctor dermatologist, okay? And uh, Road Skin Care, although it is founded by Haley Bieber, I can almost 100% up and down assure you she works side by side with proper dermatologists because she can afford that shit to create and formulate great products. So respectfully, I'm not going to listen to an esthetician who did a little bit of schooling. And again, go off. It is still schooling and you still do have a rec- you know, a certification, et cetera. But I'm going to still trust a dermatologist and learn from them. Does that mean you just have to like bend over and do anything that a dermatologist has created? Absolutely not. But I'm going to look a little bit deeper. I'm going to research that myself a little bit deeper. So that's my little rant for today is stop listening to people trying to cancel every single fucking brand out there when there are certain formulas and ingredients that work side by side to then create a different scientific reaction. Okay. So when you're someone looking at a label and you're trying to find bias in it, you're going to take one single ingredient and call it bad. When number one, it is so low on the ingredient list that it might just be needed to perform a specific chemical reaction, etc. Okay. I'm not saying this is what's going on. I'm just giving you guys like a, a different way to look at it. Okay. Cause you can't, it's not always just black and white. It's not just always black and white. And everyone's skin is also going to be different. Everyone's digestive system is going to be different. Everyone's body is going to be different, et cetera. So if you want to go out and spend your money and experience and try someone else's skincare, like I did, feel motherfucking free. If you notice that it starts to bother you, please take a step back. But at the end of the day, if you're looking for clean beauty, 
clean. Let me tell you, it doesn't exist in any fucking scientific chemist will even tell you that clean beauty is fake. It is not a real thing. Um, it's very much like saying, oh, this is quote organic. Probably not. Um, it's a gimmick. It's a, it's a buzzword, um, et cetera. But before you go, you know, if you're worried about all your clean beauty, I encourage you to check out what you're eating in your food. Um, go ahead and digest that, figure out what they're putting in your Starbucks drinks, figure out what they're putting in additional, you know, diet Coke, your root beer, your Mountain Dew. We have, what I'm saying, we got bigger fish to fry. All right. So if you want to enjoy a little bit of skincare and you want to try it out, if you want to enjoy, uh, some form of product out there, period, that people are going to deem, you know, negative, just give it a whirl. We're all dying anyway. Every single day we're dying. Welcome to my TED talk. All right. So that was like housekeeping number two. I I like literally needed to get that off my skin because I've seen so much go around on TikTok. This is just like as of in general, the past few months, right? Or like years even of TikTok is that you see these people creating like these trendy music sounds. And then they're like, don't use this. Don't use this. Don't. And then people are underneath and they're like, oh my God, thank you. And it's like, did did you even look even, did you even research a little bit further than just watching a singular 10 second TikTok? What? That's how easily you're in, you guys are influenced nowadays. <laughs> like just do a little bit of research, right? And then figure out what is best for you because what's best for me is different for you. What's best for you is different for your friend, Lisa. And what's different for Lisa is different than you and me and Bob. And it goes on and on. Um, the other by the way, let me know what you guys think about that. Okay. If you want to flame me and say, Des, I don't like your, I don't like your take. I I'm totally fine with that. I'd love to hear a little bit more on where you get your research or how you decide then, um, what's best. I'd love to hear no big deal. Um, uh, but that's just my hot take for the week. All right. Next up, we have new merch coming. Don't be a bitch. Bucket hats are coming back. We have skin is skinning bitch. You know, that is coming. Anything that comes out of my mouth in that is funny and I giggle at and I laugh at myself, I'm putting it on a shirt. And I'm going to tell you guys that till the day I die. It's almost at the point where I think I've said this in previous episodes. I want to put on a shirt, the phrase, I'm going to put it on. I'm going to put this on a shirt. Cause at this point, that is my brand. My brand is what can I put on an, on, a, on another shirt? What can I put on another shitty shirt? Respect. Okay. (laughs) Other than that, um, we do have also a lot of launches coming up. So let me tell you, let me be the first to tell you, you do not need to buy anything. You do not need to spend your money. You do not need to do anything. You never need to feel like you have to get the latest drops. Okay. But I, but I will tell you hydro jug, buff bunny, Petula and Paragon we have a lot coming and, uh, it's pretty legit. All right. Um, Paragon has new. Okay. Listen, here's the thing. I don't know how much I'm supposed to be telling you guys by the point you're listening to this, but you know what I do is I fucking tell you anyway. So, um, if at any point I were to get in trouble, you didn't hear it here. Let's just leave it right there. Okay. Number one, Paragon new loungewear. Okay. We're, we're going in with some new loungewear. I'm liking the switch up because everyone's pushing out activewear, which is great, but I, I like a little bit of lounge. So this is new. I will, I will review and I will let you guys know. 
And I will let you guys know transparently, is this honestly worth it? I will say if you guys are looking for loungewear right now, the naked, um, the naked crops, the naked essential tees and like the naked lounge pant, very comfortable, still been wearing those postpartum. Um, so we'll see what this new bio knit fabric has to offer that is coming out soon. Desby saves you 11% off your order. So it, it, it always is a discount. Petula, we have a brand new launch coming as well. Um, this is releasing on the 28th, I believe. Paragon is on the 30th. <laughs> yeah, they're literally all within the same week. Um, Petula, we have brand new summer stuff. We have more warm-up crops. We have warm-up racerbacks. Um, we have new lined training shorts. Um, it's awesome. We have hooded sports bras and they're fucking quality, dude. They make your titties look yitty. It, it's a fucking godsend. Um, so we have those coming up. Des B saves you 5% off. So again, it is actually a little bit of a discount code. Buff Bunny, I don't know what I can say. So let me just only tell you that it's, it's really cool. It's really trendy and it's going to be really fun. And I cannot wait to unbox this bitch. Um, I will be doing a live unboxing per usual on my Desby Instagram. So stay tuned there. Um, and Desby code is just always a referral. So if you watch my stuff or listen to my stuff and you're like, you know what? Desby's always putting me on that good shit. Put my code in and it just tells them, hey, Desby sent me here. Give her a pat on the back. That's what that is. Um, and then Hydro Jug. Bitch, my sleeve is coming out. My third collaboration sleeve. We're going different. We're going fun. We're going fresh. You guys are going to want to show up for this shit. All right. We're going out of this world. You might have seen a little bit of behind the scenes yesterday. I did my photo shoot, which shout out to Brendan and Leah. Coach Leah and her husband actually did the content for this launch. So make sure you fucking hype this shit up when it comes out. And if you ever see the content on the Hydro Drug page when my launch is live, please tag them both. Um, they deserve all the clout for helping me out and also helping Hydro Drug out. They needed to get that bag respectfully. Um, so awesome. Like things coming up, lots of fun coming up summer. I just feel like is like another big push for a lot of like fun things, which is awesome. But again, like protect your energy, protect your bank account. Um, because babe gas needs to come before new active wear or does it? I don't know. That's honestly up to you. I can understand where the, the decision would be a little bit like, mm, I don't know. But that's just, you know, that's your decision, okay? Inflation's hitting us in the ass. Speaking of in the ass, <laughs> the last thing I will give you guys a little 411 on is I did order from Vibes Only, which this is Girls Gotta Eat. This is Raina and Ashley's new company, Vibes Only, a new line of pleasure toys, sex toys, whatever you want to call them. Um, and yeah, I got a few things will report back. Um, anyways, let's get into the episode. Speaking of mental health, are you struggling? 
check out BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online teletherapy program that you can join today and get connected with a therapist tomorrow. Use code DESBY at checkout for 10% off your first month and see what all the talk is about. But for real guys, BetterHelp, you guys know the energy. Okay. I've been with BetterHelp and I've been using BetterHelp for over a year and a half. Postpartum especially pushed me into this. I started BetterHelp because I was not only struggling, but at this point in time during COVID, bitch, we were not leaving our houses. Okay. BetterHelp is a sponsor of this podcast. And as you guys know, if you sign up for BetterHelp today, you do get 10% off your first month. And with that, you also get connected with a therapist fit for you. Within 72 hours, you are matched with someone based off your initial questionnaire that is going to connect and vibe with you. If for some reason you do not mesh with the therapist and you're like, you know what? I just kind of need a different energy or maybe it's been a few months. I just want to switch up. I I want a different outlook. You can totally switch therapists at no charge at all at any time. BetterHelp is an amazing way to seek help from the comfort of your own home or for me on the comfort of my hot girl walks. I love to call my therapist and have them call me. We just do voice chats. I don't do a lot of video chatting. I did, but then I felt sometimes extremely uncomfortable as my children ran around in the background. So voice calls seem to work really good for me. Again, you can use code DESB for 10% off your first month or go to www.betterhelp.com slash DESB. And all of you listeners get 10% off. Join today. All right, but for real, number one, I need a drink. I'm drinking, uh, why got me a diet root beer? I think he just felt really bad for me because I was crying so hard when I lost this podcast. I will say this second take so far is, is going okay. But man, you know, when you do it the first time, it's just always easier. <laughs> mm. I got, I got a candle lit. I've had to get these vibes, right? <sighs> it's just like, ugh. I can't believe I did that. I ended up going outside, slamming a fucking seltzer, like damn near almost shotgun that bitch. And then I came back in and I was able to actually organize my office space and like did some little bit of like cleaning again, just like kind of throwing stuff away and putting this away. And I'm having a huge garage garage sale in a few weeks. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'm doing, you know, I'm going to give this the garage sale. I'm going to keep this, you know, whatever. So, um, definitely have some good little bargains coming for my garage sale. If you are based around me and, um, you know, me come through to our garage sale. We are having one somewhere near my, um, near my childhood town. Okay. So if you need some deets to come through, um, but this this episode really came to wanting to chat about mental health. <laughs> and it's funny because my mental health has been shitty, especially today, because I wanted to throw myself down a flight of stairs after this whole podcast fiasco. Um, but it is actually Men's Mental Health Month. And as much as I don't want to talk about men because they suck balls, um, we're going to talk about them because that's exactly it. Sometimes we are a little bit hard on men. 
myself included, postpartum. So social media, I feel like has uh, evolved into um, such a shit show over the past couple years. I mean, like I think of where I was in 2009, sitting at a computer, making my making my Twitter account, my still account, my original Twitter account. And look at where we're at now and the amount of shit that is on social media. So yes, men's mental health is important, but overall I wanted to use the segue of men's mental health. We'll circle back around to it, but just talking about mental health in general and the effect that social media has had on it. Um, Because we see this ability to speak so negatively to people through social media when we would never ever do this in real life. So I wanted to use this example of what happened this past week. So I just thought it's very mind boggling is for example, I saw Lizzo be canceled <laughs> for like 24 hours. That was it. Um, but we canceled Lizzo um, because she used a ableist slur in her new song, Girls. So if you guys know Lizzo, and I'm sure anyone listening knows her, I feel like she has done such an amazing number for not just plus size women, but women in general, strong black women. Um, and, and in general, like even the LGBTQ plus community, I mean, she is just such an amazing advocate for so many great things. So when I saw people hop on the Lizzo was over party and immediately reprimand her for a singular action and, um, and like speak so negatively of her, Um, it like really pissed me off because I was like, dude, Lizzo has done so much. We do not need to be speaking slander over Queen Lizzo. So when I went and saw all these TikToks start to emerge, um, the amount of people that were just so pressed and speaking about her in the comments, like they were her best friends. Um, you know, Lizzo, I'm so disappointed in you because you use this word, blah, 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 blah. I can assure you, Lizzo doesn't give a fuck and she is not going to reply to you because she is busy, number one, living her life, and number two, at that point in time, probably doing damage control and re-recording the fucking song, okay? Um, But immediately she was like a trending person for all of this just negative energy. And it made me feel so sad. And then she ended up coming out with an apology and because she had to apologize for doing something that she didn't even mean to do, but then got slandered for doing it, even though it had no context in what it was turned into. So she had to apologize and re-record and re-release her song. After that 24 hours and she did that, Now you see all the comments going, oh my God, you're my favorite. This is why you're my favorite. Thank you so much for taking accountability, you know, whatever. It just completely flip-flopped. Do you know the amount of mental health battle she went through and probably just that 24 to 48 fucking hours having mass amounts of people hate her, cancel her, call her all of these names, say that she doesn't give a shit about people, say that she's inhumane, blah, 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 to now having an overflow of 
positivity. Like that really fucks with your dopamine levels. You know what I mean? Because you are feeling the lowest of lows. You feel like you're a failure. You feel like you just offended every single person in the comp in like in the company, in the USA, in the continent, in the whole fucking world, in the universe, in the Milky Way, in the universe galaxy. I don't even know. You feel like shit. And then within 24 hours, you have this odd sense of like feeling on top of the world. What a pendulum, quick pendulum shift of emotions. So what I got to then thinking about and spiraling about was how easy it is for people to just be so negative. And it kind of comes from free speech, which I stand by, say what you want, do what you want. But there's a certain point where we have to start thinking about really though what we are saying. Because right after I saw this thing with Lizzo, I saw Brittany Mahomes, which love her. So love her. Say she's annoying. If you say she's annoying, you're probably the one saying I'm annoying too. So it's all right. Love her. Um, So she posted something about Patrick posting a photo of her and someone commented on it and was like, if I had to live every day of my life with her, I'd kill myself. Something along that lines. I... You guys realize like Britney is still a person, right? Just like Lizzo is still a person. Some of them, I would I would fight you to say Britney really lives in a different reality. I think she is very humble and has a very normal upbringing and she just entered into this role once Patrick, you know, kind of went into the NFL, et cetera. So maybe a different little bit of upbringing, but still these these are still people and Lizzo might live in a little bit different reality, Um, than a lot of us, but still we have emotions and we have feelings and it doesn't feel good to feel like you did something wrong. Number one, when you didn't mean to, and number two, you don't just tell people to kill themselves. That is so fucked up. And I've had the same exact thing happen to me. It probably has happened to a lot of us, but at what point, you know, are, are some people, you know, shoving it off like me, like, Oh, really? You want me to kill myself? Like, must you must be feeling really great about yourself as well to message that to me. Um, but on the opposite end, what if that was that last message that pushed someone over the edge? How would you fucking feel if you knew that that was the last thing that you said to someone, whether it was that, or just like you're a piece of shit or you look fucking ugly or whatever, you know, I, again, small things. It's like, I get the, don't sweat it. People are just weird, you know, whatever. But at what point do we really start to think about how that affects our mental health and how social media is so widespread now? We live on the internet. We really do. We really do live in the technology age. So things like this are going to affect us so much more than they would have even back in the early 2000s because we weren't engulfed in social media. People didn't have the same balls on social media, you know? Now, anyone can hide behind an account and say anything to anyone. And this includes saying things to gay men, you know? Like, uh, so we're talking men's mental health. You know, we want to talk about men. We want to talk about Pride Month. What about those in the LGBTQ community of any sort of kind of, you know, whether they're gay, whether they're trans, whether, you know, whatever they are in the most beautiful way. Um, you know, what about them? What about what you're speaking to them? 
that you know what I mean? Every, everyone, uh, anyone of any color, any religion, any descent, any background, any beliefs, any morals, any values, whatever it might be, regardless, you should not be speaking to people like that. And social media has made it so easy. And it's funny because if we think about all the shit people were saying to Lizzo in that 24 hours, if you were to put Lizzo on the street that day and you had a thousand people pass her by, I will beg to say 97% of those people would run up to her regardless of her quote slur in a song and ask for a photo and say, I fucking love you. The same people that might've been talking shit about her online would have that exact response if they saw her in real life. On the other hand, I will say that maybe those few people who were really, 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 really upset and they're like, I no longer stand Lizzo. Fuck her. You know what they would do? They would just walk by. And they maybe would turn their friend and go, dude, that was Lizzo. And they'd be like, yeah, I know. Fuck her. She's a bitch. But you know what they'd never do is say it to her fucking face. Now there might be, I'll give it to you. Maybe there's 1% of people who would genuinely go up to her and be like, you know what? I just want to let you know, I don't like you anymore. And you know what she would do? Laugh in her wearing her Fendi Gucci Couture Louis Vuitton Fendi Prada everything she would probably laugh and say, thank you so much. Bye-bye. So the power that people think they have on social media, it really does affect other people and mental health, you know? So that was one thing that I kind of thought about. And then when I was kind of spiraling about that last night, I started thinking of, you know, again, just reverting back to men's mental health. Cause I knew I wanted to do a little bit of a podcast on mental health in general. I started thinking of myself postpartum. And how hard that's been probably, and how, I wouldn't even say probably, how I know it's been hard on Wyatt. And I think it's easy for us as women to say, men will never get it. Men will never understand what it's like to live like a woman. And you know what? I I would, I would agree. I would agree. I really would. But on the other hand, at what point does that create toxicity in the way that we then treat some men. You know what I mean? I think we all need to be treated fairly is what I'm saying. And if you treat people like, it's a golden rule. If you treat people like shit, you should be treated like shit, sorry. But if there's some good people out there or they're learning or growing, I think we they deserve a chance to do that. So roundabout way of getting to the point where I'm thinking postpartum, thinking how hard it is on Wyatt. And sometimes I'm like, but you know, you know how hard it is for me. So maybe he's having a bad day and he has a bad mood, right? And his bad mood puts me in a bad mood because I'm like, he doesn't deserve to be in a bad mood because he has no idea what I do with these two kids and they're crying and Archie needs to be fed. And then I have to do a bath and I have to do this. And I, why is it a competition? And again, I'm outing myself. I need to be better at this as well. And maybe you're listening to this and you're going, shit, I need to I need to be a better wife. I need to be a better friend. I need to be a better me. And it's, again, it's easy. It's easy to go, well, I have it worse. So that person shouldn't be complaining because they wouldn't even understand what it's like to live my life. And you know what? <laughs> they, they never fucking will. Cause guess what? Your life's not theirs. 
So I hate to break it to you. And again, I'm, I'm preaching to myself. I'm preaching to the choir. They won't get it and no one will get it. This isn't just your husband. This is anyone. They won't get it because they will never be you. Period. So the next time that you want to create a division in your house by going, well, I did more with the kids today. You might have. You might have. But I feel like we need to be better about discrediting the emotions of men. I really do. Because I think that I do it. I do it a lot. And I don't mean to do it. But how easy is it? Because again, men will never understand what it's like to live like a woman. They'll never understand the postpartum blues. They'll never understand PPD and PPA. And they'll never understand periods. And they'll never understand you know, when you don't feel sexy or they'll never understand why you just don't want to have sex sometimes, whatever it might be. But that doesn't mean that we also can't respect their emotions that they have sometimes because in a relative way, they struggle and they just struggle differently. We all do. And so one thing that I mentioned to Wyatt, and especially us both coming from now divorced parents and just going through our previous traumas of like other relationships we've been with or been in or... Um, how we grew up or how we were treated growing up and how we were raised, et cetera. We've spoke about doing couples counseling, which again is a form of therapy. And I think we need to eliminate the stigma of therapy for couples being, oh, well, they're on the border of divorce. No, they're not, babe. What they're doing is pre-saving their marriage. You know what I mean? Like, I think therapy is so powerful for couples. I think it's so powerful. Wyatt and I wanted to do premarital counseling, but we were never able to because we were in Florida and we didn't want to do it with someone who like we were going to move away from, you know what I mean? Um, and a lot of places that we were looking into, you had to be like a member of the church and like shit like that. Um, so we just kind of stopped looking respectfully. Anyways, a lot of stuff happened between our first year of marriage and now. And so we're in the process of, you know, wanting to explore that once we can leave the kids. BetterHelp doesn't offer couple therapy. Okay, I just want to let you know. <laughs> BetterHelp does offer you the opportunity to talk shit about your partner um, and get some help with therapy, but not couples therapy. I also think it's important to do couples therapy with a mediator because sometimes when you have two stubborn ass people like myself and my husband, it's hard to sometimes sit down and have conversations when half of you is an Aries and that Aries is me and I am hard to talk to. I'm never wrong. And I know that. And again, it's important to admit these faults about yourself because you can be better. And again, your social awareness can be better. Your mental health can be better because you know the way that you process things and you can get better at it and you have to learn it and work at it. But um, I do think having a mediator, you can allow yourself to walk into this you know, 10 by 10 room, whatever the fuck it is, sit down, have someone have like kind of a hold of the conversation while you guys are involved in it. And then once you leave that counseling session, you kind of agree with your partner. When we walk out these doors, we do not speak about what we talked about, but we apply what we learned. And I think that's powerful for anyone. Even if you leave a counseling session on BetterHelp, I am now free of those emotions 
And I'm going to use what I've now maybe learned about myself or know that I need to utilize going forward in my mental health practices. I'm going to apply them until my next therapy session. So that is, that's important for couples therapy. And again, I just think that it's so easy to attack our spouse and it's, and again, this typically, um, if you, you know, you're listening right now and you are a woman and you're, um, in a heterosexual relationship in this case, you understand attacking your significant other in the male species. Okay. Now, if you are in a homosexual relationship and you're a man listening and you are, you know, with another man in terms of, you know, men's mental health month is what I'm speaking to. How can we better support our partner? That's just what I'm really trying to get at. Okay. Um, how can we better support our partner? And it doesn't even always have to be like, obviously it's men's mental health month. So I was kind of speaking to that, but whoever it might be, you know, maybe you have a banging hot girlfriend, maybe you have a smoke show of a wife. Um, and again, you're in a homosexual relationship or you're non-binary and you guys are just in a, in a beautiful relationship, whatever it might be. I, 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 in the best way possible, I don't care what it is. The point of this, this situation that I'm speaking on is that it's hard to always take that step back and not attack that person and make it a rat race to who's more depressed. And I think when we put together the mental health in our country right now, we're seeing all of these negative things happening. We live in information overload. We do. We live in a digital age where everything is at your fingertips, including the most depressing fucking shit ever. And it's almost like, I forget what the word is, but it's almost like sad what's the word? There's a phrase for it. Like sad porn. Like it's not porn. I'm not talking porn, but it's like, it almost is like you can't turn away because you like to trauma, like you love the trauma dump. I don't know what that phrase is. It's something with the, literally the word porn. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, let me know. But it's basically when we all, not we all, but some of us like get off almost not like physically, but like mentally, like it releases a rush to us to, to like hear other people are like fucking struggling too. And like bad shit's happening because it makes you not feel as alone. But with that, in uh, the mental health in our, like our, our, the mental health in our country taking such a shit in the past few years, look at what has become more widespread. Social media. You know what I mean? So it's just so important to kind of like separate these things because it's funny. I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm not on my phone. I'm looking out at a fucking tree. I'm watching a squirrel run around it. And right now I feel like I have no worries in the world. Life is great. Um, I don't know if someone got in a big accident today. I don't know if there was, and again, I don't mean to speak negatively. I'm just throwing out what recent events have happened. I wouldn't know if there was a mass shooting today by looking out at this tree. I wouldn't know that uh, COVID rates went up. I I wouldn't know that um, cancer was cured. I wouldn't know that you know, there was a mass casualty on a train. Um, And again, I'm sorry for speaking negative things, but 
the, the, my point is, is when you put down the device that most of us probably have near us right now, or we're literally on as you're listening to me, the minute we put that down and we look around, we realize that we're, we're not living in what the media is creating. And by that, I mean, we're not walking out into such negative things as it might feel. Now, we are walking out to inflation and very high gas prices and a fucking tampon shortage. So I hope that you guys do have your own menstrual cups um, or decide to just get pregnant and get rid of your period. Um, Maybe that's what they want. I'm not sure. But my point is, is overall, if we put down our phone more often, the better our mental health could honestly be, I think. And if we don't put our phone down more often, it's more like, how are we using it then? How are, what information are we intaking? What apps are we using? Are you playing Angry Birds or are you scrolling Twitter? You know what I mean? Like those are two different outcomes of how you use your phone. Twitter's going to piss you off. Angry Birds might piss you off, but in a different way. Um, Is Angry Birds even a thing anymore? I don't know. So my point is, is that the more that you can kind of step off your phone, I challenge you and, and I'm challenging myself. I think I could be better at this. Taking 30 minutes a day to set your phone down and just be grounded be grounded in ideally 30 minutes of doing nothing, right? Ideally 30 minutes of just sitting outside, breathing in the fresh air and just centering yourself. And I don't mean to get all woo woo spiritual on you, but just, just sit there or maybe go, I would say go to the grocery store, but honestly, I, I just don't feel safe not carrying my phone around. You know what I mean? So maybe if you go to the grocery store and just give yourself that 30 to 45 minutes, not being on your phone, put it on silent or, you know, put it on do not disturb. I personally don't go anywhere without my phone because I just think it's safety. Um, but you know, but still stay off of it is my point. Do something for you where you're not scrolling. You're not paying attention to a fucking headline. You're not paying attention to a fucking TikTok that's telling you never to buy your favorite candy again. You know, pay attention to what makes you feel good in that 30 minutes. And I feel like it would really shift um like your mind in maybe the rest of the day or like for the next couple hours and maybe when you feel yourself slipping, you take another 10 minutes. Maybe you take 5 minutes. Maybe you just take 2 minutes. Just just calm your mind. I wish I had a code for calm because I used calm, the calm app for like two years. I paid for it and everything. It's only like $50 a year, but I would do like sleep stories to go to bed. I would do like the meditation and it was really nice. And maybe I'll get back on that. Calm, give me a call. Um, but when it comes to like what we're dealing with now versus what we used to deal with, just do a good job checking in on those you love. That's also what it comes down to. Check in with, check in with your counterparts, check in with your best friends, check in with your circle and not just like a, Hey, what's up? Try to try to dig at them, try to uncover and have those situ the, have those serious talks because what we're hearing in the media nowadays and what we hear after every suicide or mass shooting or whatever it might be. And you know, these people had problems with mental health maybe, right? What's the first thing that you hear? It's usually, and again, I'm saying usually, not always. 
when they had mental health battles or issues, it's the, it's the family or the friends or whoever saying, I'd have no idea. I had no idea they were struggling. They put on such a smile every day or they were just at the office yesterday and talking about how great the weekend was going to be. You know, your, your one check-in with that person could be what saves their life. And maybe they don't open up right away. You know, I know I don't. So maybe you just, hey, how are things? How you doing? How you doing mentally? Maybe they just go, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm doing good. All right, good. Just wanted to check in on you. Maybe the next time you ask, they go, you know what? I've been battling this. And they open up a little bit more. And, you're, and you just listen. And maybe offer a little bit of love, but you just listen. And then the next time they open up more and more and more and more and more. My point is sometimes we're like onions. <laughs> we're like Shrek. We're like ogres. We have layers. We got, we're like onions. But with that being said, don't give up on people just because they don't open up the first time. Just because they don't give you all the fucking tea the first time you ask doesn't mean you don't ask them to pour again. You know what I mean? So check in with those people. You know, I think of myself when I was young. I mean, I went through some dark shit when I was young. My parents' divorce really fucked me up. And um, I just took on this role as like a, a caregiver to like my sister. You know, like I felt like I had to take care of her. And, and protect her. I shouldn't say take care of her. My mom and dad were the shit. They, they still showed up for us. And I'm very grateful for that. But I just felt like I stepped into more of like an, I had to, I had to grow up fast. Maybe is what I'm trying to say, you know? And, um, you know, I remember being young and like thinking of ways that I could hang myself from our bunk bed and I would cut myself and my mom saw it on the way to church and I got in big trouble and she didn't know how to speak with me about it, but that also has allowed me to, to learn how I would speak to my brother or my, my future, you know, sons. How would I bring that up to them without making them feel like a pussy? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's just something we can all educate ourselves best, better on because if I was thinking that shit when I was like 12, 11, 12 years old, okay, imagine what some of us are battling in our 20s. You know, our rel- our relative worries at t- fucking 11 or 12 years old, why was I th- even thinking suicidal thoughts at that age? What, because I didn't get my favorite leap pad for Christmas? You know what I mean? Like, and again, at those time, at that time, that thing f- might've felt so trivial, I, I missed my soccer goal. I'm, I'm going to hang myself. But, th- but that's all it took, right? Like we have to be so delicate with our younger generation. And then when we think about when we're older, like now I could hide my depression forever. No one could actually know. And all of a sudden I'm gone. And it took one message from one person to end it all. And I think we just need to be better at being there for each other. We need to think before we speak and we need to support better too. And I've opened up about this on my $15,000 mistake podcast as well. Um, no plug by the way, or, uh, no clickbait. That was legit. Um, that I was in a really dark time when I was even in Florida. And again, you know, I'm 23 years old and no one would have known that I was struggling and I was still very vulnerable on social media, but you guys wouldn't know 
the back end that I shared in that episode. And I was older, you know, I knew what it would take to take my own life. And it's scary. It's scary, like revisiting even those emotions, talking about it because it's so serious. And someone right now is talking themselves off a ledge, no pun intended. Like someone is talking themselves out of it right now or trying to. Is, could it be someone, you know, you know what I mean? Like I, we need to be so much more aware of how we speak to those that we love, how we check in on those that we love and not just make it a quick, how's it going? Okay. I got to get going. I know we live in a busy world. I know we do. But if we put down our phone for those 30 minutes and maybe we called someone who we know is going through a hard time, maybe we use that 30 minutes to catch up with our friend who has just been really going through it, you know, or we take that 30 minutes and we catch up with, you know, seven different people for four minutes a piece or whatever the fucking math is. I can't do it that fast. What, what could you do with that 30 minutes? It doesn't just mean focusing on you too. It could be saving someone else. So again, that was just kind of like on my mind because it's men's mental health month. It's pride month. And again, like our LGBT community, LGBTQ community plus, um, is, you know, they have to battle a lot of things themselves. And, and that alone is a whole separate conversation, you know? And, and so it just had me thinking about overall mental health. And then, you know, I saw this poor thing with Lizzo and then I saw people, you know, canceling road skincare already. And I'm like, you know, Haley Bieber, she worked so hard on that. And, you know, again, she's still a person or whoever it might be, you know, I'm just making an example of, it's just like, man, we are so quick to just slander people online. You know, just think about what you say. Think about, and this is in real life too, you know, just think about it. Watch the, watch, watch the stuff that you intake. Watch the, um, what, watch the news that you watch, you know, watch the news that you watch. Meaning like if it triggers you or it bothers you, just don't keep up. You know, I think there's a certain line of like, hey, you need to know what's going on in the country. And then the other line of like, hey, you probably don't need to know what's going on in the country. Save your anxiety. So there's definitely like two ways to think about this. But how can you stay educated without overwhelming yourself? Right. Um, Just watch what you intake. Watch how you speak. Watch how you talk to people. Watch, watch your friends. Watch your family. Watch over your loved ones everything, you know, I just kind of, it was just kind of flowing from the heart. And again, especially after my podcast mishap and in that split moment, I was like, I'm literally going to die. Um, and my mental health went to shit for about 60 minutes. It's some people are battling that 24 hours a day. So check in, share the podcast, use code Desby. (laughs) Use code DESBY for better help because you could get better with help today. That's all I have for you guys. I love you guys. Happy Sunday. I hope you enjoyed Take Motherfucking Two. Prayers that this uploaded. If you're listening right now, it works. But goddamn, I'm scared to press the not record button and I hope it works. Love you guys. Happy Sunday.